This episode is brought to you by X-Tax Pros. Yep, that's right. Sick Addictions actually goes through X-Tax Pros. So check them out. They're our sponsor at Karaoke Triple X. They are our sponsor on Adult Film Star Network. And we can't say enough about them. Professional discreet, and they do not judge anybody that's in the adult industry. Believe me, that's difficult to find. So if you're looking, somebody is going to treat you right and get you the best bang for your buck, it's X-Tax Pros. Check them out now. You've got my recommendation. And welcome back to another edition of Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. And of course, I could not do this without my better half, my my rainbow bright, as it were, um, Rebecca Love. They have no idea why you just call me rainbow bright. I know, but you're going to explain because you're the one that did it, not me. So I got these fabulous black light socks and there's three pairs of them. So a couple pairs are in my drawer and... They're great to wear with my Uggs. <laughs> right, Badoop? <laughs> right, 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 Badoop? Right, <laughs> These are what? Pink, orange, day glow yellow, and uh, green, and then a couple of shades it's, of blue and a little purple. Like the 80s oh my God. rainbow child right yeah. here. It's and the neon bright. colors. Yeah, it's rainbow. Yeah, bright. you're, uh, wow. They're bright. They're vivid, but you don't see them unless I take my feet out of the Uggs. Well, they're cute. They're cute as fuck. They're comfy. And we're doing, we're we're actually face-to-face today. Yes. Which is kind of cool. We, we don't are. do this very often. No. And we've got our, our children with us. You're smashing her face. <laughs> she can move it at any time. First of all, my dog's Jeez. face is caught between the chair and my leg. And she chooses to leave it there. Yeah. She's looking at me just like, I'm hiding. I'm in disguise. You can't see me right now. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And she knows it. She's got her ears cocked back. Okay. That's just fucking funny. <laughs> and then mine is nosing his his blanket in his carriage. So, yeah. Yes. She has a chihuahua in a carriage. It's true. You wouldn't think she's that type of girl, but she really is. You know what? I did not purchase this carriage. Austin oh. Lynn gave it to me. So it's her fault. Yeah. She left it, and I thought, I'm never going to fucking Just own your it. shit. You have a fucking baby carriage oh, for Oh, I dog. use the fuck out of it now. I use the fuck out of this carriage now. It is ridiculous. Uh, if I'm working on the computer, I bring it in, and I set it next to me so he can be next to me and have his own space. If I'm watching TV, I'll put it by the by the couch, you know, and it's like, why don't you want to If he's at foot night, me? he's in the stroller being cart, carted around because he could get stepped on. There's a lot of feet there. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are not, you know, looking for a small animal. Right. So, even so though they people know he's always there. ask me, because I've had a stroller for my dogs and stuff, they're like, do they really need a stroller? And I'm, I'm thinking, okay, hold on. Hold your horses. Think about this. <laughs> that little dog, little dog, could get trampled on. That's right. like you standing with a bunch of buffaloes, and you might get trampled on. Would you like to be above them? Yeah. Second of all, what if that dog's injured? He doesn't get... Or she doesn't get to go have fresh air. Shame on you. Think about it. Your kid's in a fucking stroller and that thing needs exercise. (laughs) You sound like me and that thing needs exercise. Oh my God. Oh my God. Go get him a grape soda. (laughs) 
<laughs> also, little tiny dogs like we have are, um, their little feet go so fast. Yeah. They go so fast. And, you know, they get exhausted a lot faster than a big dog would. Right. And, uh, yeah, and then they're like, oh, my God, pick me up, please. Pick me up, please. Eh. It's like they've run a fucking marathon and you've only gone a mile. It's you know? true. I mean, you got to think. They're, they're little and we're giants. Yeah. So that is when I started. I mean, when I still had Tigger at 100 pounds, big fucking dog. I would take Stanley out in the carriage and he was ready to jump out all the time. And I thought, you know what? No, I'm not going to do this anymore. You're going to walk like a big dog, you know? So I had an old slow one, but then the little one was kind of equivalent to the old slow one with energy. Yeah. So it worked and he will walk and and all that stuff. And he'll mind his oh, mine too. for the most part, but for the most part, he's still a fucking chihuahua, and I gotta remind myself of that. Right. Because he squirrel. <laughs> so we have Stanley and Ginger, and Jessie's exploring her somewhere. She's in the well, house she somewhere. She likes to be out in the backyard, and I just leave that fucking door open. So she's kind of getting spoiled. She doesn't really need to be around people. She she does she her is. own thing. She just popped in. Oh, like, are you she's guys smart? Talking? She knows her name. Not only does she know her name, she fucking pisses and poops outside like a good pup pup. Right? Right, Ginger. <laughs> Ginger baby. Gingerbread. No, Jessie's my smart one. She's just, oh my God, I wish every dog could be like Jessie. <laughs> uh, Stanley's good, but he's a pee monster. He has diapers for a fucking reason. He really does. He's an asshat. So anyway, uh, we digress. Let's recap on that. We are animal lovers. Yes, we're animal lovers. <laughs> we're lovers. But we, the reason we're at your house today. Yes, is because those of you that are in the fan club for Adult Film Star Network. In the secret gift one. Yes, which is, what's the minimum? It's 50. That's 50. They get a secret gift every month. Because think about it, I got to pay for postage. Um, we collect things at the uh, conventions and stuff. So it does cost money, but it's more of a thank you. It's not equivalent to $50, but it's a right. thank you. And then when Christmas shows up, and it always does. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Every 12 months. Every like 12 months. clockwork. The people that are part of the secret gift will get um, cookies. Right. And thank God, uh, Jocelyn Stone is a cooker. A cooker? A cooker. I'm She's a, a baker cooker. Too. We'd give you meth, but it's illegal. <laughs> so we're going to give you cookies this year. <laughs> oh my God. For the office party. See, but I'm also like old school when I cook and bake. So with that, uh, I had a seal meal. And I thought, well, if we bake some cookies take photos, you know, that goes on Snapchat and all of this stuff. And then OnlyFans, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we can seal them up so they don't go stale. We right. Seal them up right then and there. We and usually use it for our panties, but today is a special day. Don't worry. the It's totally separate. Okay. So you don't we're worry about. We're not flavored. We're not going to put our dirty <laughs> panties with the cookies and seal a meal, even though seal a meal and and panties and cook that's just fucking brilliant why don't we do that pussy flavored it's like cookies. a cracker jack box there's a prize in each one god <laughs> holy shit okay so chew yourself <laughs> chew your way through the cookie and find a pair of panties in there 
That's a fucking huge cookie because my panties are not that small. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying the cookies because we lay them in in a in a little six pack or whatever, and then the panties on top, and then you seal it so the panties are stuck to the cookies. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, way back when I used to, um, I had friends that lived in Australia and then for the military, I've got certain people that I bake cookies for, seal them up and I send them a whole shit ton so they can share. And one of my Australian friends would say, oh, ooh, it's a cookie brick. <laughs> Pretty much is. I mean, you can yeah. hurt someone with these cookies until yeah. you unseal them and then right. they're fine. And he wouldn't break them apart. He would just cut off an end and like chew his way through. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck? And he goes, yeah, I just put them in the fridge. And I'm like, but they're sealed. So what the fuck? Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. I do that with my chocolate. I put my chocolate in the freezer so it'll last longer in my mouth. I don't know why. Because you're one of those people that... I just, I want to get the most out of my chocolate ball. Oh, my chocolate ball. Well, it could be a ball. It could be a little thing. It, whatever it is, it's only a portion because I don't right. eat the whole candy bar or whatever it is. <laughs> I only allow myself a portion, but if it's frozen, it takes longer to melt in my mouth so I can get more time with it. <laughs> what are you molesting your chocolate? You so chocolate and okay. I are dating now. If anybody doesn't know, Rebecca loves her chocolate. She loves dark chocolate, not milk chocolate. Fine dark chocolate, the expensive shit, the it's yummy true. shit. Do you like um, bacon and dark chocolate? Have you had that? Um, I have not had it, but I would like it. You haven't had that, really? Have not, but I. I like both of them equally, and I like salty and sweet together. It's actually really, really, really good. I'll keep an eye out for it. But okay. hey, if anybody's out there getting ready to send Miss Rebecca Love some Christmas gifts, this is something that she requires because she. Needs if you to want try me it. as a butterball again, I'm going to be storing that shit away. I don't know for how many years, but I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> well, that one, you know, little perks and stuff like that. Because you could have. Do you have uh, one of the little shelves in in the door yeah. of your freezer that's just your sweetness? Yes. Yeah. That everybody else gets into, sure, because they know where my stash is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's not cool. It, it's all right because it. <laughs> I'm gonna get you a tin that says urine specimen. Nice. <laughs> and you put that in the freezer. I like that. Sure. And just stock that. You're like one of my that, fans sent that to me. As long as I keep it, I get a dollar a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They and don't all know. your chocolate can be in there. And yep. they can just get freaked out like, that is so gross. Yeah, don't touch my chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't know that because they're not going to open anything that says you're in specimen. No. You know, they're just like going to go, I, I, I don't. Even Do you know want to hear something doing. funny? Absolutely. Oh my God. So when <laughs> when I first produced breast milk, and I'm sorry if I'm giving you the skeeves out there, and you're like, oh God, I will never look at you the same way again. Well, too bad. <laughs> I saved a little bottle of my breast milk in the freezer, and I saved it forever because it was, I produced that like a fucking moo cow. I produced that, stuck it on the door, and it was in a glass bottle. It was adorable, the cute little ones. When she first came home from the hospital, well, one day it fell out of the fridge and broke. I mean, thank God it was frozen. It would have been a real mess, but I lost my treasure. But people used to come in like, why do you have a bottle of that? Because it's my breast milk. It's my very original breast milk. And they're like, oh, God, you're gross. 
(laughs) (laughs) You're disgusting. Some people attach to interesting things, you know? I produced that. I did that. I made that. I made that. It's just like you kept the kid. You made that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, I did. And I fed her that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, but I did this. I did this. (laughs) Yes. I did this. And it's kind of gross when you look back on it, but I kind of miss that. Oh, okay. Everybody's got their little thing, you know? This one was pretty organic. They really do. It's like the first haircut and things like that. Oh, yeah. 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 So anyway, we're making cookies. (laughs) So we're making fucking cookies. I'm out of breast milk. And if you're... (laughs) Sorry, you got to go get your own. Yeah. I don't know where you're going to get your own, but I hear there's some people on eBand that'll sell that shit. Really? Yeah. They'll sell all kinds of shit. How do you know it's breast milk? I don't know. Hmm. How do you know she actually wore the panties? I don't know. All right. You're right. How do you know we actually made the cookies? (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of things that are trust. Yeah. You know, there's really a lot of Because we take evidence. We take pictures, God damn it. We really do. Yes. (laughs) A lot of fucking pictures. A lot of pictures. Yeah. So, it is what it is. You're like, we just Photoshop. (laughs) 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 What was that from? I don't know, but somebody should write us and tell us because I'm not going to get it by the end of this show. No, it's an old thing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Are we boring you yet? (laughs) (laughs) This is just the silly, stupid portion of the show. But um, actually, we're talking about trust. And uh, there's a few things that I found online when it comes right down to it. I screenshotted them. Maybe Miss Rebecca Love will use these as the um, Twitter and it's acidic bitch. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. If you have sex with a FSSW, which is full service sex worker, and you don't pay them, it is rape. Consent was given under the premises that they receive monetary compensation take away the compensation and that takes away the consent period and that's you know that it's it's true if somebody says you know hey miss rebecca love i'm gonna give you a car but you've got a fuck i i get to fuck you for 24 hours or spend a whole day with you or something like that you expect the car and you don't get it but you spent your 24 hours you know, it's that's a verbal contract. It's a verbal contract. It won't hold up in a court of law, especially if you're selling putang. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if you do everything by email and text and all that, even though it won't hold up in a court of law because you're selling putang, um, it it's still to me it's a breach of contract when one party doesn't hold up to their end. Right. Right. And I know that this is an extreme way of putting it. It's a very extreme way, but it got your attention. Yeah, it really and truly did. Because a contract is a contract. And we can go back to something that I went off on um, a little while ago, a few episodes ago. Um, Little Pump and Dump. Little Pump and Dump. Little Pump and Dump. If you guys don't Um, know who that is, neither did I. (laughs) And let's see, it's at, on Twitter, it's at L-I-L, 
as in a lily. <laughs> a lily, a little lily flower, a little girly a, boy, L-I-L. Pump. So cute. P-U-M-P, which is kind of like, So it's know, little pump. It's not little pump and dump. That was her added verbiage. <laughs> it's Lil Pump, and he is a, a rapper. He's, I thought you were going to say a rapist. <laughs> God. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> well, we were just talking about rape. We were. We were. He's a rapper. <laughs> rapper. A rapper and not Christmas kind. No. Well, <laughs> it depends on where you're holding your holidays. <laughs> it could be from Fultz in prison. Um, and, and, well, with him, what he did is he went live on, um, I want to say it was, was it Twitter or Instagram? I think it was it? Instagram. Yeah. Um. I think that's where I found that that um, the video, his the little, video, his little video that that he did, and his video was him bragging that he had a party, and at this party he um, there was a girl there, and she was a hoe, and you know more power to the hoes. And the sex workers and blah blah blah. So they had their hookers there. We love our hookers. We, we love hookers. Really did. We, we do. do. We do. We do. Um, but even hookers make um, uh, fucked up judgments sometimes. Sure. And this little sweetie pie that she is, you know, ready to sell the coochie or ready to sell her rent, rent, rent out her orifices, her mouth, her butt, or her cooch, whichever. What a, she whatever chooses. was discussed. Yes. Right. Um, went upstairs with him and he wanted to go upstairs with her. And um, he's bragging about it. And what was his thing? The boom. Oh, you I think know what? That's what he was doing, or bam? What was it? Boom, bam. I'll tell you what, Jocelyn. I am gonna play. I'm gonna play the audio clip. Oh my god! Yes, please. Yes, please. I was at this bitch last night, right? So boom, boom, boom. We go upstairs and all that. And then the bitch trying to charge me. So I said, okay, for sure. I got some top. Did my thing. Boom, boom. She's like. Okay, so you won't pay me? I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, let's go downstairs really quick. Let's go smoke a blunt. Boom, boom, boom. We go downstairs. I look at it. I said, bitch, you is not getting paid from me at all. <laughs> bitch, you crazy as fuck. Bitch, you should be lucky to be in this house. Bitch, you in a $7 million mansion. Fuck, I look like paying ho. You gonna suck this dick for free in my crib. I don't pay for no fuck. Man, ain't no prostitution in my crib. When y'all hoes come over here, y'all bitches sucking dick for the free. No cap. So did you hear that? Wasn't that crazy? <laughs> but with that, the negotiation was she was going to go upstairs. He admits he made a verbal contract with her to pay her. Oh, no. He, he flat out said, I brought a hooker upstairs. Mm-hmm. I told her, yes. Yes, okay. I will pay you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He agreed to it, had his way with her, said, mm-hmm. we have to smoke downstairs because there's no smoking in the room and that happens a lot. Yep. So you go downstairs and that's where he broke the contract and said, no, I'm not going to pay a hoe. I don't pay hoes because I have a $7 million mansion. Really? Yeah, it's a Really? Rental. Like hookers haven't seen bigger? We always see bigger. Trust me. Always. And we're talking about everything, boys. Everything. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting a little worked up over this little pump. <laughs> yeah. A little pump and dump is, is ugh. But um, at the time that this came out, he was on the verge of signing a contract with um, Warner Records. 
And um, since then, since we spoke about it a little bit before, uh, you let me know that uh, his contract has, is now null and void. It's a no-no because they're not into the rapey kind. Yeah, I don't know exactly what was the last notch on the belt before they said, no more, we're going to whip you with it if we get any closer to that last notch. Right. But they said, no, you're out. And I guess he's independent or he's with a new label. I Honestly, I don't know because I don't follow this little shit. I mean, little pump. <laughs> I... Uh, but I did see, so what I did on Twitter is I tagged him. I tagged uh-huh. him publicly and I said, look at, and I don't remember my exact words because I couldn't find it on Twitter and I looked f- forever. I don't know where it went. I said, and I mentioned Warner Brothers going, oh, so you just got screwed without getting paid too. In so many words. In so many words. In so many words. And I tagged Warner Brothers. I tagged him. I put the hashtag little bump and dump. I put yep. <laughs> put it all. I said, that's what comes around. Karma's a bitch. And you are an asshole. Yeah. And he thought he was being Joe Cool out there. Just blah, blah, blah. about it. every woman. Not just a hooker. But he treated a woman like an object. And that was fine. During that moment, because the hooker was selling that product. Right. But as soon as you break that contract, you just told every woman she's not worth it out there. And because you have so much money, you should get shit for free. Mm-hmm. It's and that's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. And these big companies, Warner Brothers, I'm glad you woke the fuck up. Uh, a little late, though, as far as I'm concerned, that was the last straw, the last notch. You know, because he did a lot of other shit as well. Just this one, they couldn't, PR couldn't fix this level of stupidity. You have a heightened society with the Me Too movement right now. Right. You you can't be doing that shit. Right. I think there was even uh, women rappers out there and women in the public eye going against him too. Mm -hmm. Saying that, you know. I'm going to tell you, there was a lot of people standing in her court than there was people backing him. Yeah. Because that's your character. And and you're, you're disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. You use others just because you think you To get can. what you want. Yeah. You use people. Exactly. Yeah. And that's... That makes you a shady fucking person. And somebody that uh, nobody wants to do business with because am I going to be next? What are you going to do to me? You right. Know, how are you going to fuck me over because you think you're the end all be all? Well, your you know? word is not golden. Mm-mm. It's you're- not worth the shit on it from you wiping your ass. So there you go. <laughs> it, that, that speaks volumes. Dirty. That speaks volumes on his character. Absolutely. And I give Warner Brothers, uh, uh, eh, I'll give him no, a give one it to star. Him. I'll give him a one star for waking the fuck up. Only because the backlash was so bad that I they know didn't you have give better choice. stars when they come up front in the beginning, right? But I give more stars. I mean, not more, but I I give them props for at least waking the fuck up. Yeah, I'll give them one star. They woke up too late. All the proof was there, and when you sign certain contracts and stuff, you you don't get to slap your bitches. You don't need. You don't get to treat people um, like they owe you. You don't get to, you know, run amok like that under under our name. You had squat when you came to us, and so you're flying under our banner 
which means you're an extension of me. Well, you trade in who you want to be as an individual when you sign a contract with, like, say you do Star Wars. Mm -hmm. You have to uphold that brand. So you can't be, like, I couldn't be the shit I am right now, speaking the way I speak and, and talking about hooking and brothels and being sex positive if I was under a certain brand that is family friendly. Not that they would want me, right? but I would have to refrain from all that. And I would yeah. have to, and, and basically sell my soul to the label. Yeah, because you're, uh, they're the ones cutting the check. I'm not saying it's bad or good. I'm just saying you have to live to a different standard now. Mm -hmm. And where in the contract when something, uh, a thing like Little Pump goes out there and, uh, you know, uh, their scouts hear him, bring him in and say, we want to put you in the studio for a day or two or whatever. And they decide to move forwards with a contract. At what point do they say, you know, the morals clause is there? They definitely need um, consultants yeah. for new people they sign to go over the list of do's and don'ts. Right. And almost take their social media away because obviously they don't know how to respect it. Because yeah. right there, he just he just threw it out on like he thought, oh, this is okay to post. No, it fucking isn't. No. You're a bad human. You don't right. post shit like that. Right. And then also, I want to take it to the other side. Uh, the hoe, any basic hoe out there, any dominatrix out there, they make a negotiation before you walk upstairs, even though you were at the party. You know, if I you want to go upstairs, oh, me too. Because this would have been But great. she was a good hoe. She kept her damn mouth shut. I think she should come out because, hey, if you can't, if you can't get monetary, you can get publicity. Yeah. But then again, maybe, maybe she's undercover hoe. <laughs> <laughs> her daddy didn't know she was at that party. No. But um, with uh, the girls... Uh, all hoes get their money up front. They get deposits up front. They negotiate and they get their money. As soon as she walked into that room, before she opened whatever orifice it was he was planning on filling because of the negotiation, she should have had her money up front. So that was her epic fail. Here's you know? a good thing. Maybe hoes that are working last minute calls. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. I felt like this was a last minute. This wasn't negotiated by email or contract. He met her at a bar, figured out she was a hoe, went back up to the room. That's to me because I have to fill in the blanks. Right. Start recording with your phone. Turn that little recorder on. Set it in your purse with the microphone up in your purse. Record that whole conversation so when shit goes down like this, and I'm not saying blackmail, but I'm saying, look, I got this shit recorded. It's a contract. So you can just pay me to delete it. And I know that's extortion. But at the same time. But how are you she's supposed covered. to cover your ass? Because yeah. you're making a contract with somebody. So, I mean, there are ways to cover your ass. And yeah, there is extortion. There is blackmail. There is, you know, but he's graying lines. And there's he, a lot yeah. of this, people. This is a hard one to talk about because it is illegal what they're selling. 
But and so is extortion and blackmail. But yeah. so is breaking a contract. And then what is it? I did not consent to fuck you for free. So is it rape? It's a strong word to use right. because I feel like rape is a different category. But covering your ass and calling it ex- uh, blackmail. That's extreme too. Yeah, that's extreme. Or extortion, that's extreme too. So there's so many gray areas that are going to really start defining themselves. There's got to be a new word that people can pull that is up there, but it's not rape. It's got to be a new word that somebody pulls out. Come on, you millennials. You millennials. I'm sure you have a word waiting on the Urban Dictionary to use for this new non-consensual sex when there's breach of contract because you wouldn't have had sex if money wasn't going to be paid. Right. Because that's how hookers work. Absolutely. And then you've got the other ones where the the women um, looking for a Captain Save-A-Hoe, like the girls that were anybody that goes to a guy and, oh, I can live with you and you're going to foot the bill and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. Exactly other than um, being an orifice, a hole to be filled at his whim, um, uh, the whole R. Kelly thing. You know, these girls oh, well, are those looking. Were kids. Uh, they were. But, you know, uh, with the millennials and even the people from our generation – what the hell are we? X? Yeah, Gen X. Are we? we are Gen X. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's so many that go, oh my God, but he's got a lot of money, but he's got a lot of money. Okay, unless he puts it in your account, what has his bank account got to do with you? Right. You know, if if you're going to go in and be his live-in hoe, concubine i need uh i need something that says like an allowance an allowance thank you yeah Yeah. a stay-at-home um a stay-at-home hooker a stay-at-home hooker that's exactly (laughs) what r kelly has is a whole bunch of stay-at-home hookers they dress the way he wants they sleep the uh with the people he wants them to he they travel with him or not he feeds them or not he feeds them or not all of that so where's your allowance in that because always have an escape plan always have a backup plan you know it's just like um football players and stuff like that people that go to college and they get um somebody else to take their test for them or you know and i know a lot of that stuff is getting cleared up thank god yeah it's getting cleared up but um when it comes down to it i understand that you can throw around the pigskin i understand that you may be you run fast good for you but what happens if you break a, a knee or a hip or Which something injuries, like that. Which injuries, they're going to happen. You, They're yeah. going to happen no matter what. You're going to be out of a job or you have a sh- short shelf life. Right. So, so you what have are you going to do after that? You have to have a backup plan. Right. You got to get business or you got to get um, broadcasting, something. But you got to mm-hmm. have a plan B, always. See, and something I want to tap into something that's like a little more personal with, with you is... You don't film anymore. I film. Not P 
penis and vagina. Oh, okay. Yeah, hardcore. I don't fill the, fill. I don't fill my vagina. <laughs> I don't film hardcore anymore. You're correct. Right. But you made, uh, with your significant other, you made decisions where you didn't kill your job, your work, which it was is a compromise. Rebecca Love. That is your product. You altered it. You evolved it in a different way. The podcast, this right here, right now, your knowledge, your years of experience is valuable to so many of the newbies coming up. Well, the thing is, there was a compromise. Okay. And trust me, it was a hard one to get over because the money is so good, especially when you're making mo- movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you get a grand or more a pop and a per scene, whatever, it, that's great money. Right. And now you go from straight to zero because you can't shoot those. So you have to think, all right, what can I do now? Well, I hunkered down on the webcamming, obviously. Picked my phone back up and made sure I kept that on. Mm -hmm. But then the podcast came around. And I don't know if I would have went down that path for plan B if I didn't have a relationship compromising. Because it was compromising at first going, (gasps) What the fuck do I do? Because when you're a whore and you settle down with a civilian, it's not like quitting cigarettes where, all right, I'm only going to smoke one or two this week. Right. You have to cold, cold turkey. You have to cut cold turkey. Right. And that's financially cutting cold turkey. So you have to, it, it, it was almost a mental breakdown and then the path cleared and I figured it the fuck out I don't make as great money as I used to quickly but I have to work a little bit harder which made me a little bit smarter and that that right there is is so powerful because I have watched girls like oh I want to have a relationship I love having a boyfriend and blah 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 they go from being a whore and filming and all this stuff to just shutting it off like a light switch with no backup backup plan at all. They don't want to cam. They don't want to do all these extra things. Um, it's like, oh, well, uh, I guess uh, I'm going to, uh, uh, I'll be a bartender. Or no, I'll go to bartending school. No, uh, I'm going to be a waitress. Uh, Yep, yeah, because they, they didn't think it through. You know, I want a boyfriend. Well, good for fucking you. But how... Are you going to compromise and how are you going to merge the paying the bills and stuff? Or is he just going to foot the bill for you and you're going to be a stay at home whore for him only? And he has to make up all that money, you know, but then again, and this is something that I tell my civilian friends when they're dating and all this stuff, when you're dating somebody, you need to find your equal. And the reason why I say that, number one, take the L word off the table. The motherfucker doesn't mean shit. I love tacos. You don't see me fucking one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love me some pasta, but I ain't working it out with the penne. Okay. Uh Uh-uh. Ain't happening. So the L word is off the table. So every day is how do we merge together? How do we coexist, cohabitate? You know, so that's one thing. 
the second thing, because um, uh, if you love someone, it's in your actions. So yes. with this, oh, but he's got a lot of money. Okay, that has nothing to do with his actions. He's not giving yeah. you an allowance. You have that instant so, gratification, but then what? But then what? Right. But then what? So um, with those things, then also I think about the morbid shit. And of course what you I mean, do. Why of wouldn't course you? I do, because <laughs> I'm a sick fuck. But if you have ever known somebody that's in a relationship and it's all whatever it is. The honeymoon stage. And yeah. And then they get comfortable and then all of a sudden one of them gets into an accident. Oh gosh. What the fuck is this hooker going to do if he gets into an accident, a car accident, a motorcycle accident, whatever, and he is now a paraplegic, which you're looking at, you know, and he can still use the upper half of his body. Let's say it's from the belly button down. What is this guy going to do now? Yeah. Uh, What is she going to do now? What is he going to do now? You know, uh, what if he has a stroke? It. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? What do you bring to the table that is valuable? Yeah, because you're going to have to hold up the roof over your head, the financial responsibilities now. Right. You're going to have to have a caregiver while you're working. Yeah. Or you're going to be the caregiver. I don't know how you're going to do it. Right. And are you still going to be in love? Because a lot of things are going to change. A lot of things are going to change. A lot of things are going to change. So have a backup plan. Go back to school for business, whatever. Because once you whore yourself out publicly. You can take community classes. You can go to the community college and you can pay outright for some um, just basic business classes. You know what? If he has that much money, use it for good and go back to school. Now- I always say you have to work for yourself, but that's okay. Go back to school to start your own business. Right. Or go to YouTube University, one or the other, and have him play. play. Have him help you pay for certain seminars. People are consultants now online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But find your purpose. Figure it the fuck out. And have your backup plan if something ever happens. Because when, you know, you were saying karma and stuff like that, if anybody, male or female is looking for a free ride. It your the bill is going to come due. At some point the bill is going to come due and you've got to think that through. The chicks with the R Kelly, you know, uh, their bill is now due. There's never a free ride. Mm-mm. I don't You're know how gonna people You're going to pay think that. somewhere pieces of your the soul. The piper's coming. Yeah, he's coming after your ass. Yeah. <laughs> and when karma fucks you, she doesn't care if you get a reach around. She's going to go balls deep. Well, she has a message. Mm-hmm. You just want to be prepared for the delivery. <laughs> Hopefully it's in the position that you like. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so, but I watch, I watch some of the... Um, my sister is really into um, football and uh, she's into every sport, which is crazy. She yeah. watches everything. She goes from baseball right into uh, basketball and then into football. Good for her. And she can, I mean, and she'll tell she's you She's a woman's stats. man. Oh, yeah. And she's, a, oh, oh, oh. She's one of those. She almost barks while she's, oh, while she's watching the game. Every time you and do I'm that, like, your tits f- are bouncing. Like, <laughs> oh, oh. 
it is so funny and um and she'll be watching um like the super bowl or whatever when i was in california she'd come over and i had a huge fucking tv and she's like bonehead i'm coming over i'm watching it and i'm like okay and i would go in the kitchen and i would cook something elaborate yeah like big time consuming and um um she would when the commercials would come, she'd be like, Bonehead, come in here. And I'd come running in the living room and we'd watch the commercials together. By the way, I just want to mention one thing. We need to have better fucking commercials and you should only have comedy. Agreed. Super Bowl, you wait all that time to see those commercials and you let me down with a fucking shitty ass ab. I could go on YouTube and watch better videos. <laughs> You either make me laugh my ass off or make me fucking shed a tear. I want a, an emotional roller coaster ride with my commercials during Super Bowl. I right. fucking wait for those. So do I. I record I the Super Bowl not for the fucking Super Bowl. I don't watch. Sorry, I'm uh, getting mad at Johnson. <laughs> She's like shaking. I'm, pointing I'm getting. I'm getting the finger right now, and it's, it's yes. the finger wagging. This is not a joke. She's she's passionate today. We you need to come over here more often, bitch. I like this passion. Bring it. I'm fucking throwing my poo. I am um, <laughs> fling. <laughs> That was last night. I bent over to get something out of my purse. No, listen, I'm telling you guys, because you listen to the podcast, and these are these little extra nuggets, no pun intended, once I tell you this story. <laughs> we just got done watching the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and it was my first time I was a virgin, great big V on my cheek. It was awesome. I can't wait to go again. I am going to be one of those people. I'm with you. If you want to do it, I I was faithful to Frankie for a year. I fucking and, love it, and I'm I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Oh my god! If you guys have never gone to a Rocky Horror Picture Show, you need to go find one in your town because they're everywhere, and it is the worst and greatest thing. It's good, ever. bad. It's it, love, hate. It's if you love my movies, you will love Rocky Horror Picture Show <laughs> live with a acting troupe. <laughs> oh my god yeah we watched it live with an acting troupe yeah that's how it and goes. they even gave this troupe gave out an award like an appreciation thing mm -hmm. to one of their people he's been with this troupe for 15 oh years my god. it's just an amazing feeling there were so many people there yeah. i could i was next to a person that's gone i don't know how many times but they were all into it they were giving me all right get your newspaper and i had jocelyn on the other side get your cards and then i mean i didn't miss your rubber a glove. beat rubber your rubber glove. glove whatever because yeah. they give you a little a little pack of things that you that was do so during the cute. movie oh my and god i didn't have any cash on me Thank God you had like a stripper wad. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that was all that about. That was my foot I night. Wasn't gonna question. I wasn't gonna question. I whip out this wad of ones, not many. <laughs> because of foot night. I have all these fucking ones and I'm like, all right, well, I gotta get rid of them somehow. It's money. It spends. It's fucking money. <laughs> it's probably been up an ass or two. Um, oh my. It probably oh has. My. I don't know where my fucking Washingtons come from. <laughs> Hi guys, this is Rebecca Love. Why aren't you a member of the fan club? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Was that too direct? Get over to adultfilmstarnetwork.com. Hit the button for the fan club. It's only $5 a month. It's a private link into our Discord, and you can participate with all the shows. But not only that, we can send you an alert 15 minutes before showtime, so you'll never miss a live, unfiltered podcast ever again. Not like we did it in the past, but this is the future. So go to adultfilmstarnetwork.com and click on the fan club. We'll see you in there. Uh, but I bent over to grab my key. I couldn't find my fucking keys in my purse. I was like digging around in, in my beautiful horror purse that's like a fucking boat can hold a sink. And when I did, because I drink a lot of soda and carbonated shit, I farted. But I didn't fart like a little toot toot. No, this was a full-blown, what did you call it? What'd you call it? No, it was It was definitely a... <laughs> there was no question. I ripped one with a whole group that I was with outside the theater. Mind you, it was outdoors. <gasps> and everybody was smoking. And I ripped one, and there was no way to pass that off. And none of my friends would let it go. Fuck no. <laughs> you were standing there with two fucking comedians that do open mics as, as entertainment. Mm-hmm. You were not getting away with a fart. No <laughs> fucking way were they letting that shit go. I'm surprised that she didn't turn around and whip out a balloon out of her fucking purse and attach it to your ass. See if you can fucking blow the goddamn thing up. This is when I wish I had a whoopee cushion in my purse to say, yeah, look, see, ha ha. They're like, what the fuck are you digging for? And I go, my <laughs> dignity. <laughs> I couldn't come back from that. But you called him like a California barking spider. See, I went to say, oh, the barking, the California barking spiders are out. And my brother and his friends used to say that, you know, they'd fucking rip them all the time. <laughs> and then they'd like all of a sudden, like a, a tiny dog, you know, freaking out because the leaf blew. They'd go, oh, did you see it? Did you see it? It was a California barking spider. But I grew up in California. So all I could think of was, was California. <laughs> and I'm like, but we're not in California. So I had to explain. And then I'm like, unless you have a California barking spider in your purse. but And then Mario is fucking dying at this point because he's also California. And both of us are like bent over. We're laughing so hard. Oh my, oh my God. God. I, I was crossing my legs because I just, I can't laugh that hard. I'm broken. Oh my God. But, yeah. It was so good. It was so fucking good. And now Mario has California barking spiders in his repertoire. My mom used to always say, mouse in a motor car went by. Yeah. Mouse in a motor car went by. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's funny. I um, like that one. Yeah, my brother always did the California barking. So what spiders. were we talking about? Fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> I have no clue. Like, honest to I God. I don't know why I feel like I have to share intimate moments on this podcast. Because that's the way it goes. And it's just like, uh, whenever I think about about um, us being on the podcast, and it, it, I used to always drive across town until you figured out how to make it a little easier. And, yeah. You know, and... Um, it, I would tell you things and it's like, yeah, I got a mic in my hand, but as far as I'm concerned, I'm just talking to you, but you're you know, not. the dogs next to me and, and, and people hear stuff and it's like, Oh my God, that was too much. That was too much fucking information. But, um, 
Yeah, breach of contract and all that stuff. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, that's, sure. That that's what it was. Um, also, there's uh, actually, I flipped this stuff to you and your compromise and bettering yourself and figuring out. Yeah, just have a plan B. Have a plan B always, you know, and also especially think after about sex, be prepped and ready for the what if. And that's where my morbid brain comes in. Well, that's life, right? It's not right. if, it's when. Yeah. Yeah. So just plan ahead. The other day we were talking about, um, and this is so weird. I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, but we were doing the live um, topics from the hat on Demon Seed. And I told you that the first porn that I ever watched was um, Fast Cars and Fast Women. And this guy, you sent me the link. You fucking found shit that I couldn't It was find. on IMDb. But um, you found it, and this guy that was like the producer of it, director, whatever, um, he's he's old. He's well, fucking old. I was like, it's an 10? old movie. Yeah. Well, oh, he was old when it was produced. Well, he was <laughs> old, old enough to be producing this shit back then, but now he's fucking old. Well, that's what and happens. Margold, Marigold, Margold, Bill. Yeah, Bill. Okay, he was a part of it as well. Trip. Yeah. Well, he has since passed. Yeah. But this guy, I saw that night right after we did the show, and we had mentioned it, and I read all the stuff on IMDb, so I saw this guy's name. He's in the hospital, pretty much dying of old age. Wow. And they're doing a GoFundMe, going, you know, this is one one of the icons and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, we were just fucking talking about one of his movies that's crazy you know so things happen life happens the circle of life happens i mean i'm in the midst of life happening now my parents are in their 80s they're past 80 and they're scooching up on middle 80s life happens and there's nothing you can do about it how are you going to prep yourself for that shit and then accidents happen too I'm not a doomsday prepper, but I am definitely a person that will put money away for those moments in life, those hiccups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to. You do. You have to. And the older you get, I mean, you have more responsibility. I mean, your parents, and I always think to myself, I'm like, if ever if something happens to my parents, I'm the oldest. That's my responsibility. That's the way I look at it. The guest room is no longer a guest room anymore. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's and, where a parent is going to live. Right. Yeah. That's and what that's, family is. We're there like a marriage, thick and thin. Yeah. I may not like you, but you're still going to stay in that fucking room. Oh, yeah. I might so. lock the door and put a padlock, but you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure I get a small enough tray to slide your slop underneath the oh, foot. God. <laughs> We love our parents. Do not listen to this. We love our parents. They will be in good health. I promise. They will. They will. They will live a long and prosperous life. My parents are are a kick, but you know, it's, it is what it is and it's life. And, and just seeing that thing, you know, a GoFundMe, maybe this guy didn't have kids. Maybe he didn't. I don't know what his story is. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but life is definitely happening to him you know, and life is going to happen to each one of us. And it's how you prep for it. And 
And one way I prep, and I'm just going to give a, a tip of the week for sick addictions, is I use egg corn. Yes. I use egg corn. So if you want to squirrel shit away, and I've been using it for a few years now, it's a blessing in disguise because I don't even notice. It's just sitting there for a bad day. Right. Or a good day if I retire, you know, retire. with a, a nice little nest egg. See, and that is, egg corn is an app that I ended up getting as well and it attaches to your bank account and you can choose how aggressive you want to be with your investments right. it's just or like not, your, it's your portfolio which is like it's just like choosing with your 401k how aggressive or moderate absolutely you want to be but um i started not that long ago just squirreling away a little bit but they um what is it they uh round up they you round, round up. You figure out your roundups, but they'll round up for you. Yes. Yeah. And they'll take the change. They'll take the little change and you can be aggressive, like round up 10 times or round up just a couple. Uh, but they take that change and they squirrel it away. They also right. kind of like when you use your credit cards, some people use certain credit cards for uh, gaining uh, rewards uh-huh. For hotels and all that. Well, I use my credit cards to gain because it'll round up on my credit cards when I make payments and stuff or when I charge. I think it's when I charge. Yeah, it's when you charge. And they'll squirrel it away in that account. So the more I use my outside sources, the more money it squirrels away. So if you're you're paying a, something like a Pizza Hut or something like that, and it's fourteen dollars and fifty cents. They're going to take that extra fifty cents and they're going to round it up to fifteen dollars. If you go mellow, because I go went mellow. mellow with it like that, and every time it it adds up to five dollars, it just takes out. I started five mellow. Bucks. I started mellow, and then when I finally got my P's and Q's in order, I I went to another level. Right, and I also do that whole like I put a certain amount in there a week and then when I got safe and comfortable with that I'll go up a level now there's times that I go holy shit this month is not going to work I take all that back and I go back down to moderate so you can change it at any time right and that it, it's really kind of cool it's really cool I like it I, I got my offspring using it yeah yeah so yes. she doesn't even notice it when she needs it it's there so right. For the just in case. Just in, there's always a just in case. Yeah, there's tires on the car. There's, you know, little things like that. Do you that really want to make that phone call borrowing money from friends and family? No. Because the people that listen to this podcast have pride. They respect their family and friends because you yeah. know you ain't getting that money back. Yeah. And sometimes you have dignity. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. You don't Sometimes. always have to have it. And Rebecca keeps hers at the bottom of her purse, obviously. <laughs> or my ass. <laughs> Blew it out last night. And also, uh, like, being being smart when you, when you book with people, who you want to work with, um, and it, is it beneficial? We talk about that quite a bit. Um, if we're going to do content exchange, is it beneficial to me? And things like that. There's another thing from Acidic Bitch that um, that she posted, and I screenshot it as well. And it says, um, since we already went through the, if you take the consent away because of the monetary compensation, you take that away, is it considered rape? And somebody said, um, 
does this apply to BDSM relationships too? I acted as a slave on the pretense that I would receive content trade. But after I did my slave work, she canceled the scene, which means she canceled payment. She canceled the scene. Doesn't that mean I was taken advantage of, right? That is the same thing. And yeah, because it's a breach of contract. It's a breach of contract. But my question is, did you have it in email? Did you have it in text? Do you have proof in the pudding? Because right now it's just your word against hers. That verbal shit does not hold up in court a lot. I don't think this would hold up in a court a lot either. But no, but social media court, it will. Yeah, social media court, it will. Have that all laid out. But that's a bad human reneging on the contract. Yeah. Yeah. And not saying why. Now, now, if you came in as a domestic slave and you um, reorganized something or you cleaned up her backyard or you scrubbed this and scrubbed that, whatever, whatever your slave duties were, um, then sometimes life happens. And I always leave room for that. Sometimes life happens. And when it happens, um, just reschedule something. Well, that's the thing. Did she? She, Did she try to reschedule? It says... uh, She just said, we canceled the shoot and it's done? uh, She canceled. She canceled my scene. So she did not um, say, hey, we need to reschedule it. Because then it wouldn't have been a big deal. No, it would have been, oh, you know what? My mother's coming in on Tuesday and I didn't fucking know. She's coming in for a surprise or whatever. Or, you know, I don't have a babysitter for my kid, so I can't do this on Tuesday. Can we schedule it for next Tuesday? You know, rescheduling something and honest to God, having um, life happen. I've I've had that happen where I'm like, no, dude, that's okay. Thank you for explaining to me why, because I don't feel like you're flaking. I don't feel like you're backing out, you know, but it's, um, are you laughing at me? (laughs) (laughs) She's petting Stanley over there. No, um, you just made me think of life happens, which just happened to you with a browser scene. Mm. Well, see, that was something different. And what happened is so many people have been bitching and complaining that, you know, I only do extra stuff uh, for browsers. And I was called by a booker that said, hey, you know, I do a lot of extra stuff for her. And um, she said, hey, we want you to come in and we're going to book you to be an extra, but there's going to be blowjob and one position. So even though the other stuff is just, you know, me being the extra. Still a sex scene. It's still a sex scene. So I have to go in and I have to um, get tested. So, um, yeah, it was going to be the Monday after Thanksgiving weekend. And a lot of, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that, that most people don't understand with getting tested. There's some companies that want a two-day test, a four-day test, right. a seven-day test, a 14-day Get shorter test. and shorter. And yeah, a two-day test is no joke. It because used to be a month, then two well, weeks. Yeah, <laughs> a 30-day test. It was your license to fuck. Fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. It was your license to fuck. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Film and fuck at the same time. <laughs> but... um. 
um, when it came down to it, I went on to Talent Testing's website and I saw that they were going to be open day after Thanksgiving and all this stuff. They're totally open. There's no nothing on their site that says that they're not going to be open. So, um, or that they're going to be closed. So I know after Thanksgiving, because they're on that two day thing. Yeah. So I want to get the freshest test possible. And, um, yeah, on Friday morning I got up and I was like, okay, I had some other stuff to do. I bumped it a couple of hours so I could go down there when they opened at 10 o'clock. And I, for some reason I had to call, I had to call them. Hmm. So I called. And, um, now I've got their information saved in my phone. I have their phone number, their local phone number, their main phone number, their website. So what I did is I pulled up their contact. I looked at their website. They weren't going to be closed. I'm golden. So then, um, I called them. No answer, no answer, no answer, no answer. I go onto their website. Nope. It doesn't say that they're closed. What the fuck? So, um, I called their 24 seven hotline. And, um, when I called that, they're like, no, 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 no. They're open. They're totally open. So they're confirming talent testing is open mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. And um, I she leaves them a message and sends them an email. I call the, the Las Vegas office number and I leave a voicemail. And um, I don't, I don't know, just another thing went through my head and I went, I feel like I should check Twitter. So I pulled him up on Twitter. We'll be closed. We'll be closed. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll be closed. O-M-G. So my full rate scene, because I'm not a piece of shit, I called the, the booker immediately and said, this is what I did. This is how I checked. This is every step I took. This is what just happened. I'm not flaking on you. I thought I was doing things proper. Yeah. I thought I was doing right. I did not do this to fuck you. I didn't do this because I I was being lazy. I thought they couldn't be closed for a certain amount of days. Well, if there's two-day testing, explain to me how all the stuff would, it would have to be a five-day testing, right? It would. So just a blood draw lab is dictating uh, changes within the industry. Hmm. Yeah. Who the fuck doesn't put that they're going to be closed on their website? On their fucking website. Even McDonald's puts it on the window. You know, when you pull up what if you don't have to the drive What if you don't go on Twitter? It's not your thing. Everybody has their go-to social media. Oh, you think they're supposed to be professional since they charge $165 for, uh, I mean, they buy these fucking tests in bulk and they're paying what? Let's, let's go high. Let's say they... Uh, Do they have a competitor? Yep. They do. They do. Cutting edge. And are and they in cahoots like a it, monopoly where they go, all right, we're not going to go below this number. We're both going to charge 165 Oh, if one ups it, then the other one will. So they might be in cahoots. They might be. Shame on you. Yep. Because that's a monopoly. Yeah. And it's illegal. 
It's absolutely illegal. And um, uh, what I did, I messaged, I lost my fucking shit uh, because I just had to cancel this scene. Yeah. Let alone so. other opportunities to get your foot in the door for, I mean, I've showed up to a Skinamax movie and there you go. I was doing Skinamax. Right. You never know who's right. going to be there and the opportunities. Yeah. You never know. But so they screwed me on that. So I ended up contacting um, uh, the APAG union. Oh, you did? Yeah. I contacted Alana Evans. Day, Alana Evans. I contacted that day. And um, she's like, give me a call tonight. I'm like, well, you know, I had other shit that I needed to do. Yeah. So um, I was helping somebody move this the day after Thanksgiving. I had a lot of shit going on. And um, you want this girl as your friend, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm exhausted and I'm doing all this stuff. And I, But one of my biggest things is I wanted to wait. I wanted to wait till that Monday and I wanted to have the girl at the 702, the Las Vegas office, contact me back. She got an email and a voicemail from her 24-7 hotline, which is the people she works with. Yeah. She got a voicemail from me, and then I put a gracious fuck you publicly, which I didn't mean to do on Twitter. I thought I was sending a DM to them. Yes. Guess not. It went public, and people started liking it. Uh, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that I didn't use profanity and, you know. It was very professional. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're really pros here, aren't we? It is now, what's the fucking date today? December whatever. I'm still. December 8th. I'm looking at your computer. I am. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. December 8th. So this is the day after Thanksgiving. Monday they came back. I am still December 8th waiting for a callback. Just a fucking courtesy. A courtesy. Fuck you. I mean, they're a professional company. Professional. So we thought. Well, I mean, they're doing amateur moves. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you just got to grin and bear it. But see, here's here's a little something, something. On the voicemail at the local local draw station, they did not have it on there that we will be closed. On their website, they did not have it on there that they would be closed. But I did find out because there's only a couple of people that work all the time in that office. Yeah. Um, one of the girls in there knew how inadequate their public information is. And I found out that she actually reached out I won't say if it's text or whatever I will uh, phone calls but she reached out to a couple of directors and said oh by the way we're going to be closed for four days so make sure your people come in yeah wow and I went what because I was blah blah blahing you know talking shit because facts are facts bitch if you're incompetent at running a fucking website in a company, I am going to publicly slap you for it. So. Well, not only are they screwing the pooch with the talent, but what about the directors and the crew and everything? Because it's a team effort right. to shoot a fucking movie. Right. I mean, unless you're shooting it yourself. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a team fucking effort. Yeah. So everybody gets disappointed. Right. 
So I, I just found it very interesting that if you're like butt buddies with a certain somebody that they'll ring you up and let you know a day or so early, like, Hey, I don't want to fuck you because I like you, not the industry. I don't want to be professional, but since you're my buddy, I'm going to go ahead and let you know directly, personally. And I was like, excuse me? So you knew. How did you know? Where did you see it? I don't understand. And they're, oh, no, she messaged me. Oh, so you were, well, I talked to her. Oh. Oh, so I'm nothing because I don't make buddies with the chick that draws my blood and collects my urine? Huh. I just... I thought it was a business. I'm I, sorry. I just... Oops. I just don't understand why they would not put it on their website. It, it, it's instant. It'll get everything out there. Lazy. They have They have emails. Wouldn't they do a mass email going, we're going to be closed for the holidays? Well, First of all, it would bump up their business on Wednesday. Yep. Maybe even do a 50% off like a Black Friday. Everybody come in and get tested. Maybe even the people that haven't got tested in a while will come in. I mean, there was so many ways to do this. So many ways. So many ways. And they have I've noticed that they've changed a lot of stuff. And maybe it's because um, cutting edge is their competition or whatever. But um, the requirements are really lax and really sad Mm. because way back when every single person that has ever gotten a test, if there was an outbreak or something like that and they did a stop work, which anybody that's ever worked in corporate knows what a stop work is and everybody goes into a holding pad. Yeah. You were pumping and now it's like, sorry, dude, you're going to have to work that out in the bathroom on your own because we are at a stop work. Get your dick out of her. Yep. Literally. It's very business. I know you guys think it just, the show must go on. Well, Mm -hmm. it'll go on with everything but sex. Yeah. Not but sex. Just (laughs) no sex. Except sex. Except sex. (laughs) (laughs) But sex is the first to go. It's the very first to go. (laughs) But um, when when it comes down to it, they do a stop work and stuff. I remember way back when everybody got an email. I would get an email like, hey, we had an outbreak. It's a stop work. We'll let you know. We're retesting and um, we're contacting. We're getting all the information of everybody this person touched and we're doing a stop work. So quit fucking. Okay. 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 Well, now they only message producers that they like and agencies wouldn't it be mandatory don't they have to do a public notice well that's what they're considering it yeah there's a lot of things that have become very lax so if we are missing the mark when it comes to our basic contracts with um 
you know, sex workers and, you know, getting your money up front or. I feel um, like we didn't give enough love to the slave. By the way, slave, I am super sorry that that happened to you. That mistress is an asshole. Mistress asshole. Mistress asshole. And the thing is, is uh, like you were saying, get it right and get it in text and all this stuff. Emails count. Texts count. Look, I always ask myself, what would Judge Judy do? And trust me, I know you're like, you watch Judge Judy. That's super cute. I learn a fucking lot just like you learn a lot off Steve Handel, the law. Bill Handel. Yeah, I keep wanting to call him Steve because in my head, he's Steve. All right, Bill Handel. Handle on the law. Handle on the law. Dot com. I I always ask, what would Judge Judy do? And she always goes, all right, you have a text? That works. You have an email that works, but that verbal shit, right? Take it or leave it. He said, she, she, you know that. (laughs) Yeah. He said, she said, he said, she said. The struggle is real. It really is. (laughs) I'm enjoying watching you struggle. (laughs) It looks like I'm having a seizure. Speech is hard. Speech speech is hard. hard. Especially when it comes down to, um, like I wouldn't have a problem having a slave come in and like I want to rearrange this front room and and do this and do that and do the other and then we'll do a content you know I'll do a video for you what is it that you're looking for what type of video and all this stuff it's a barter system absolutely barter is just as good as cash yes so so he was trying to do that and then she just she got what she wanted and then canceled um, being submissive is totally different than being a doormat. So you do your business, you get your business in line and go from there. If you want to renegotiate, you want to do different, it, that's fine, but get your ducks in a row and act like it's a business. You know, if you just want to fling your ass out there and, and be a domestic slave or a servant or whatever, whether, whether it's this guy that was like, Does that happen a lot? Doms shitting, treating slaves or submissives like a doormat? Yeah. It does. Yeah. Well, that just sounds like uh, abusive power. It is. It absolutely is. But it, it takes two. And to have somebody submit is a um, is a privilege and it's a gift. And there's so many girls that are going, oh, I can be a dominatrix because I can be mean to men and make them. I don't like it when women hate men. I don't like it at all. Same here. But it drives me nuts. That's the way a lot of them will um, um, cover the fact that they don't know what they're doing. Mm. So, but it's also up to the submissive to know when it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like having sex in a sense, you know, there's a time and a place unless it's negotiated elsewhere, you know, otherwise, um, you fuck behind closed doors and that's where that happens. But when you walk out and you're standing there with your friends and stuff him reaching over and grabbing your cooch or grabbing your boobs and going, well, you're mine. I'm going to take you right here in front of your friends. Right. Well, he's going to violate you however you want or however he wants. But the same goes for a dominant and a submissive, you know, just because you like to be humiliated and, and stuff when, when the time is negotiated doesn't mean you get to speak to me that way. 24 7 
because that is not our agreement. And we're in front of other people. You don't get to humiliate me to make yourself seem cool. You'll, uh, I say please and thank you to submissives. Do this for me, please. Thank you. I expect it to be done and I won't repeat myself, but I have manners. You know, there is a way of approaching and, and it will be negotiated if he's not, if I did a session with somebody and, um, now I end up seeing him at foot night or something like that. I'm not going to go, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going to do the other thing. Well, you turn the role play off and on. It's right. At certain times and role play can count as anything. You don't go 24 seven into that character or you're going to go mad. Mm -hmm. And there's some people that are just, well, he's submissive. So I can say whatever the fuck I want to him. That's disrespectful. Right. And it's lack of training on the dominance part. And that goes for men and women. I've seen it go both ways. I've seen a male uh, verbally go at a female while I was at a dinner and he's like, oh, she likes to cry. His goal was to humiliate her to make her cry at dinner. And I turned around and I looked at him and I said, that is unacceptable. Let alone the people around you, their emotions are going to be tied into that too. And you have a lack of respect. And we didn't negotiate to be a part of this little fucking thing. Thank you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I hate feeling uncomfortable when certain situations like that arise. And that could just be in everyday life. Mm -hmm. You see a parent yelling at a kid or whatever in your everyday life. And you're just like, when do you intervene or should I? You're always asking that debate in your head. Well, they've got an entire TV show about it. What would you do? Oh, what would you do? Yeah, I don't like it. I, I can't watch it. I makes can't me, watch it. Makes me uncomfortable. When I, I get that, I just I have to turn it off. Yeah, I can't. I can't watch it because it actually makes me angry. And then I start really thinking about it. And I'm like, why do we need to have a TV show like that? Oh, wait a minute. We only watch reality shows now. That's how we treat ourselves or, or uh, teach our offspring is through reality shows. We don't actually communicate what's acceptable, what's not, good manners, not good manners, um, time and a place to argue or humiliate somebody. So we have to watch this and learn like, oh. Monkey see, monkey do. That's not acceptable to do that way. And it disgusts me that they actually made a show about it. So I think so deeply into it that it infuriates me and I can't fucking watch it. All right. It doesn't infuriate <laughs> me. And I think there's great lessons to be learned. It's right. just, it's, I don't like people feeling uncomfortable like that when they think it's real. If it's acting, like even Borat, when, when Borat was filmed, it was filmed like a reality. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't like anything that he did. I can't. I can't watch those either. Because yeah. when I see that, I'm just like, oh, that makes me uncomfortable. I can't. I gotta turn it. It's too uncomfortable. It's painful. Yeah. yeah. Some of those things I just I don't get into because I was taught communication and morals and tact and a time and a place and all that stuff. And yeah, yeah. I just don't understand a lot of that shit. It fucking annoys me because people don't want to teach their children. So whatever. Well, I teach my 
child through reality shows. Teen mom, so. And I always <laughs> flip her shit for it. Yeah. <laughs> Do not think. We are two different people. I have not flung poo on her for that. <laughs> I, because it's great to bring up a topic. Mm-hmm. It is great to, you know, it's like in our era, you had... Uh, uh, the after school specials about I used to watch those all the time. I loved like them. That. They were and so bad, but good. Yeah, well, it started a conversation and that was It the started point. a conversation, true. Mm-hmm. But it was so far-fetched that it was just like, oh, if they're going to do drugs, that's not how they're going to do it. Right. It's not how it's going to go down. But at least it kicked the door open to where a parent could go so. It did. Has anything like that happened to you? Have you ever been offered drugs? Has anybody ever tried to diddle you? The problem is our parents grew up in that generation of drugs. So it was like, still. (laughs) (laughs) See, and what is your drug now? It's cocaine in the 80s. Yes, cocaine. Has anybody offered you snow? Snow. (laughs) Has anybody asked you to go skiing during the summer? How about the crack? <laughs> the has, crack. Has anybody offered you the crack? <laughs> and I don't mean plumber. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got people, Gen X people that I am friends with. And I am the... I like me. Person's worst fucking nightmare. I'll tell you what. Um, you you have actually used it for good, not evil. But, oh well, I've never had to use it for evil with you. I should say it that well, way. Well, I'm curious now. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> because um, there's a couple of parents that I know that have told their children, oh, I never did drugs. I never did this. I never did that. And I end up seeing their kids. And I'm like, how old are you? You're over 18, right? Okay, fuck your mom. She's a lying piece of shit. And blah, 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 blah. What? the fuck oh yeah your mom's done coke i watched her fucking do it your mom used to be a fucking super stoner and and they're like what the fuck and i said your parents are human and that's okay but for them to put themselves on a pedestal Mm -hmm. to make you feel less than no if you need to feel like an evil even keeled person Come to my house. And by the way, when you go home, you tell your fucking mother that I told you that. And if she's got a problem with it, she can call me. Wow. I owned it. I stood behind what I said. What I said was fact. And it changed the entire fucking relationship she had with her mother. She goes, when I said, you know, that you said to call her and I even wrote down my number, I said, you hand it to her so she knows she can't fucking lie to you anymore. Yeah. I tell my daughter I've never had sex, never did drugs. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) what else? See, the thing is, is we're human. Don't, don't. No, no. She knows because I'm a drinker. Right. I did porn. How do you not have sex? Okay. I just go the extreme exaggeration to right. get around it but because I had I mean I in my 20s I did psychedelics I did um the other stuff I I don't really want to mention the list of stuff I did but I I partaked <laughs> she's never came to me directly and said have you ever done this but she's got a concept that mom's not right you're you're a, a goody human. you're a person shoes yeah and and that's the thing is don't come across as though you are a goody two-shoes 
And when you're fucking not, you're human. Be human. Yeah. That way the kid is okay coming to you going, I think I fucked up. Or I shouldn't have done this. Or I shouldn't have. Right. thinking about doing this. My friends are doing it. You know, whatever. But that's usually how you get started. Your friends are doing it. It's not like you were sitting at home alone one day going, you know what? I think I want to do a line of Coke. Never done it before. But it sounds like a great idea. Right. No. Right. (laughs) And that's, yeah, the one and only time that I was around Coke because I've never snorted anything in my life. And one of my girlfriends was doing it. And I'm like, I, no. Yeah, no, that's not good. No. Yeah. I just had no interest. But I had this power where she kept trying to get me to do it. And I'm like, no. In my 20s, I was a little bit more a sheeple. So I, I would partake in the party activities. But now I think back on how I feel the next day, the right. productivity. I, I put all those cons and I go, mm, I'm good. I'm just going to drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm that's good. a hard enough payment. Yeah. You know. But I can get over that and I know what I can get done that day. Right. If you do the other shit, you don't know. You could fucking die. Yeah. Then you're done. <laughs> well, it come to find out the one drug that I've always wanted to do was um, ecstasy. And uh, this one internet was really fucking starting to, you know, get a grip. And I looked up the repercussions of what ex- what ecstasy actually does to your body. Oh, yeah. And it attacks a lot of your major organs and everything. Um, and because when I was 18, I was in the hospital for three weeks because of my left kidney. Um, it could kill me. Oh. And I was like, oh. So I wouldn't have a good night of ecstasy and, oh, pet me and all this stuff and great sex or whatever. Because your body can uh, handle it. I would pull a River Phoenix. No. You know? But and I do want to take cool you. with that. I do want to take you in the middle of the woods with Mario in the middle of nowhere. That and- just got creepy really fast. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no, because we were in talking. In the middle of the woods with Mario. <laughs> and kill you. Um, no, no, I, um, because I, I would like to try acid one last time because it's just a psychedelic and I like how it taps into everything and, and it doesn't fuck with your organs. Right. It's just a psychedelic. It's so. just a psychedelic. And being in a good place and everything, and mm. that's something where I've done enough research and talked to enough people about drugs that... It's uh, just mind-opening. I'm a really good person to have around as a babysitter when you do drugs. Yeah. So, and I know, you know, creating we a good atmosphere and all this stuff. You know what? This th- this whole show is going to ride. <laughs> really? Yes. And, and again, we're going to make full circle and we're going to say... It is um, uh, the contract. So I would be making a contract um, with you and Mario to go into the woods. All three of us are expected to live. Uh, (laughs) You never do in a horror movie, but maybe this time. Maybe this time. But it's that, you know, we're going to be mellow. We're going to be kicked back. We're going to, you know, keep it very light, keep it very positive and all that. Mm -hmm. That's a contract. And yeah, it's all about negotiations, knowing what you're going into, what you want to get out of stuff and go from there. And everything from a friendship to an acquaintance to your family moving into your fucking house, you know, life happens. So prep yourself for life. Always have a backup 
plan. We have a backup plan. Your offspring is going to have to buy an old folks home so we can never get kicked out. (laughs) Right? Absolutely. She'll be creating jobs. Yeah. She's going to be creating jobs and nobody is ever going to know exactly why the two crazy ladies with microphones in their hands uh, that grope the, the orderlies get away with it. Oh my God, we are going to go awry. We are going to be, she's going to have to buy the nursing home because we would be kicked out of every other home. She is. She is. Yeah. Yeah. We might not even be able to live with other people because we might have to live in the shed in the back. Maybe they'll put a, uh, Hopefully we have there. enough dementia going on that we won't realize <laughs> <laughs> the world we're living in. Somebody's going to have to watch us all the time because you know at some point I'm going to turn on the fucking oven and start cooking shit and I don't know, start fires. I just feel I like we're going right to be now. in a padded cell. There'll be a couple mattresses on the floor. There'll be cameras up in the corner watching us. Yeah. They'll just and say by we're that time, Well, but... <laughs> We're camming. In fact, you ladies are camming the, today. Fuck the opiate. Fuck the the whole new girls and stuff. This is going to be a whole new camming element. It's going to be like freaking nursing home camming dot com. <laughs> so wrong. It is. Oh my god. This just hopped the rails again. I know. I'm again. sorry. Again. If you're listening and to this podcast, so we're sorry. This is so fucked up, and that's what makes it so great. Because we still got to make cookies. There's there's a lot of good butt berries in here, and I hope you guys collected them all up. And I'm sorry for the mushy train wreck in between, but honest to God, we need to stop fucking talking at this point. And you have been listening. I'm so sorry to the Adult Film Star Network, where the sex goes straight to your head. You choose which one. Please, please, Mr. Marvin. Have a seat on the couch. Um, okay. This is my first therapy session, Dr. Thumperface. Please relax. Now, tell me about your mother. That's sort of personal, don't you think? Okay, well, uh, well, word association. Say the first thing that comes to your mind. Yellow. Goldfish. Sexy. Goldfish. Nine-person anal gangbang. Goldfish. Ah, Mr. Marvin, why are you here? Well, the truth is, Doc, I'm into some stuff, and I don't know if it's, well, normal. Oh, Mr. Marvin, there isn't anything such as normal when it comes to sex. In fact, here's a prescription. Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone? New episodes every Tuesday. Listen to that at least once a week, and you will see that everybody has something that they are into. Okay, Doc, I'll give it a try. Well, our time is up. Seriously? I want to talk more about goldfish. Our time is up. Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. New episodes every Tuesday on adultfilmstarnetwork.com. So, uh, Mr. Marvin, you can tell me. What is your special interest? Well, I'm into PB. PB? I I must admit, I have not heard of that. Yeah. Peanut butter. Oh, Doc. I just love to... Next patient!